Привет. Oh, there we are. That's better. Yeah, yeah. You got to see it that time, and I'm not quite as invisible as I once was. Uh, welcome to Magic Jukebox Live. This is a talk box, and tonight we have a very special guest, Mr. Bran Carthorian. And uh, I know I pronounced it right that time. I can see you wink, <laughs> smiling at me over there. Um, but we're going to play a, a song of his from his brand new album. It is called King of Dreams. And I have a copy of it right here in my hot little hand. I got this today, along with a whole bunch of other swag and cool stuff that came with it. I'm really impressed with it. It's pretty awesome. There's a little moon guy there. And oops, there we go, my wire cutters. And, you know, this big coloring book thing there. And. And uh, it's going to be so awesome to go through this, but we're going to play a song or two from that album tonight. And I wanted to start off with a song for you. And uh, the first one we're going to play is the title track called The King of Dreams. And we're going to come back after the song with our interview with Bran. So stay tuned.
I absolutely did not want that next song to play right away, so I'm glad I was paying attention <laughs> to that. <laughs> this is the joy of doing it live, folks. You know, we, I deal with this stuff, and uh, it's kind of crazy. But uh, I'll remember to fix that next time. All right. Well, as you can see in the pretty picture there, that we have Brand with us. So, hi. How you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. All right. Well, I hope everybody can hear him out there. We are having a little bit of technical difficulty, but um, we're uh, we're hoping everybody can hear us out there. Um, for those of you that are tuning in live, I'm actually so. Um, I can't even tell who's tuning in live. I don't even know if we have anybody watching because I have so many windows open. I can't tell <laughs> at this point. But uh, if you are um, welcome, thanks for being here. If uh, you know if you're not, well, then I guess you can't hear me anyway. So um, we are here to discuss dreams, and uh, this is a topic that um, the brand picked for us. And uh, so, well, tell me, why did you pick this topic? Well, it's it's been on my mind for uh, the last few months, uh, well, maybe the last year, but uh, dreams are just fascinating. Uh, I I just can't get enough of dreams, and, you know, it's a, it's just a fun topic. I could go off on several tangents. <laughs> well, we do have some time to fill, so please do. I mean, um... <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, dreams are important to you for the purpose of creating music, as we can tell here from King of Dreams. So, you know, tell me about how the idea of dreams uh, came into play for making this album. Yeah, ever since uh, I started recording music, I wanted to make an album about dreams, and it, it, it kind of started with this idea of the king of dreams himself as a you know as a figure of you know a, the sandman and that great the great imagery i just love the imagery it's just so uh i don't know it's so magical and so i really wanted to try to capture that and uh and because i know i have some pretty weird dreams pretty far out you know fantastical adventures in my head when i'm sleeping <laughs> and so i kind of wanted to put that to music somehow well that's cool uh, yeah it, it's it's funny how you know how dreams can um play such an important part in our life especially artistically um you know it, it, people that say you know some people that that write songs or paint or draw or create in you know many different ways say that the best songs or the best art isn't um isn't created it's kind of channeled i suppose and uh you know so that's you know that's interesting you know so the idea being that it's essentially a dream that comes to you and all you are is the conduit and you're pushing that dream into whatever medium you're working with, whether it be notes on a page or lyrics or, or um, clay or, you know, whatever it is that you're working with, that it's your subconscious that is the actual creative genius behind this or whatever inspiration that you find, whether it be your subconscious or whether you consider it to be deity or whether you consider it to be, you know, just blind luck really. Yeah. It's, 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 that's kind of one of the like beauties of dreams. It's 
you know, it's all taking place, you know, in your head or whatever, in your mind, and some of the stuff you see surprises you, and that's kind of just, that's trippy to me, that's, you know, something created by your subconscious can say, you know, boo, and you're taken aback, you're actually surprised, wow, that happened, and then when you wake up, it's, you think, wait a minute, did I really just, like, make that up? Sometimes it seems like, you know, you slip into a parallel universe or something. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, where, yeah, where you, you know, it, it's, it's um, it comes, I guess it would stem from a sense of, I don't want to use the word self-doubt, because that's not really the right um, wording, you know, that I have there. But you, you don't necessarily believe that, or, you know, you're, you're, your self-esteem isn't so that you would believe that something that magnificent came from yourself, you know? So you, you think that maybe has to come from something else where, you know, it had to come from deity or it had to come from whatever. But, you know, I, I personally at least believe that yes, it may have come, I suppose, from deity if you want to look at it that way, but ultimately it still came from you and you need to empower yourself to be able to create the things that, you know, the, the things that make you happy, uh, the, the things that, you know, your creativity tells you to create. Um, I, you know, I, it's, it's odd. I do all these things, uh, the podcast and, and uh, a small music festival you may have heard of and and I do video editing and, and audio editing and, and, and stuff like that as, as a hobby and I don't really consider myself to be a creative person but I suppose if I really thought about it then yeah I probably am you know but I really don't consider any of this that I do as creative I just consider it to be something fun that I enjoy to do <laughs> and uh I think the same way about my music kind of it's you know I'm not I'm not a musician I'm not creating music I'm just doing some fun hobby for me uh, <laughs> but you know it's it's like it's kind of like the druidic concept of the almond it's this underlying you know in force of inspiration that just kind of wells up and forces these things out of us kind of like a geyser I suppose <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a creative geyser. Yeah, I suppose you know. I I don't know. I don't know if I've ever experienced one of those as such, but uh, I wonder if you'd have the same problem with a geyser where um, so much of the um, good stuff. In, in the, you know, in the case of a geyser, it's water. You know, but uh, in the case of inspiration. Um, are you able to capture as much of that as you can, or do you think so much of it slips away to rush back into the ground to come up the next time too? <clears throat> oh yeah, definitely. I think I think that happens all the time. I, I think I think it happens to everyone. Um, maybe that's maybe that's you know one of our problems. We need you know a a, a way to focus it or something. A, an intentional focusing of that for. We just need a bigger bucket. I think. You know, somebody will catch it all and sort it out later. But, uh, yeah, so um, talking about dreams, you know, staying back on the topic of dreams, do you um, do you feel that dreams are 
prophetic in any sort of way um, to your life, or mm. do you feel that they are just merely um, fantastical um, concepts of your your brain's exploration? You know, your, your, the exploration of your mind. You know, I think uh, it can. I think dreams could be prophetic in several sense in several different senses uh, of the word. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, you can glimpse, you know, a few the future or something. Uh, I won't say that doesn't happen; it might. Uh, but maybe it also, you know, that your subconscious also, you know, pokes you with these ideas, like, "Hey, this 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 needs to happen in order for us to, you know, be happier or something." But <clears throat> in my case, I know it. I know probably a lot of people. Uh, experience prophetic, you know, dreams and whatnot, and you know, dreams of importance, right? You know, like that. But for me, it's mostly fantastical journeys. Uh, and maybe there is a, a maybe there is a prophetic, uh, you know, uh, dimension to it. But I don't know if I'm if I give that enough enough attention for it to do anything. It's just like a dream interpretation. Uh, I'm not particularly interested in interpreting my own dreams. So when something happens, someone might ask, "Well, what do you think that means?" And I think, "Well, I think I, you know, if something, if I see a, you know, beautiful sunrise in my dream, which occasionally happens, and they're always like the most magnificent thing, and you know, what does it mean? It means there's a really pretty sunset or sunrise in my dream." <laughs> so, so you don't? Do you really? Um... I know there have been several books, and I've read a few, on dream interpretations. And, you know, I've never really um, found them to be that accurate to myself, at least. But um, but then again, I didn't read them all. You know, I don't know if there's maybe one out there that is better than the others. Um, I did remember reading them when I was, you know, younger and exploring my, my path and that sort of thing. But, yeah, I, I tend to take my dreams and... Um, kind of take them for what they are. Um, I may have a really great idea that stems from a dream. Um, sometimes it's just, you know, some, you know, you have that moment of you wake up and you go, Oh my God, that's the most amazing idea I've ever had in my life. I have to write that down and you write it down and then you go get in the shower and you come back and you read it again and you go, yeah, that's an amazing idea, but it's not humanly possible. You know, that's <laughs> just not practical at all. What was I thinking? Uh, so, but sometimes I do get an interesting idea. But you know, I've never really um, followed the idea that the that of dream interpretation. Um, I've never found it to be accurate for me. So, I guess it's never really been a part of my life to you know to write down my dreams and try and figure out what they mean. Uh, if I get you know, an occasional dream that is recurring, like a nightmare once in a while, you know, sometimes I'll just have to assess my life and say, you know, what in my life is, is different or what's, um, you know, what's part of it is stagnating for me or whatever. Something I need to figure out how to change, um, to make that yeah. go away, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think there's definitely some merit in dream interpretation, but I, it, I think it's so, it takes such a personal like barometer to be able to measure those things like blue doesn't always mean something to everyone 
So, you know, if you if you see the color blue in your dream, maybe it's just your your favorite color or maybe it's just the color your, you know, mind assumes something to be. But especially if there's if there's something obvious going on in your life at the time and you see these strange patterns in your dream, you might be able to say, "Okay, there's you know, your subconscious is like trying to work something out here. Maybe we can, you know, look into this and see if we can do something about it." Yeah. Yeah, and usually, you know, I have to say usually my uh, subconscious is uh, realizes that I, I don't take hints very well. And so it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it's never subtle. It, uh, when something has to happen in my life and my subconscious is trying to tell me that, it usually kind of kicks me in the butt and says, hey, this is what you need to do. And, uh, so it's interesting. Um, I've always kind of found, you know, I've never really thought about it that much, but dreams have always been kind of interesting because, you know, I under, I know there's some science behind it, why they're important or why they're ne- necessary uh, for us, but, um, you know, for us to have. Um, but I, I never really spent a lot of time trying to figure them out, you know, and uh, yeah, uh, I just always just took them for what they were. So um, have you ever had... Um, well, actually, do you remember having any sort of specific dreams that led to your new CD? <laughs> I got to keep holding uh, it up for everybody, well, by the way. Uh, yeah, oh well, yeah. Um, specific dreams that led up to this. Uh, I will say one of the main inspirations for this CD came not from a dream, but from not being able to sleep. <laughs> so I was laying in bed. And, you know, it's in the middle of the night, and I thought, man, I cannot sleep. But then, for some reason, my mind just went back to this whole this Sandman idea and thought, man, that would be so cool. Uh, but there, there is one particular song that is, that is based off of a dream that I had on the album. Um, and this uh, particular dream is a good example of what goes on in my mind uh, when I'm dreaming. Uh, especially in really in those really far out, strange narrative dreams, because sometimes dreams are just completely, you know, non conceptual, just really random, you know, happenstances, you know, colliding. But sometimes it tells a decent story, okay. as in this one. Uh, this is track. I think it's track five. I'm not sure. Uh, Emilio Silo's song. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, the dream uh, started out with me sitting under a tree, and I'm just in, I'm just completely enjoying sitting under this tree, and this, all of a sudden I see in the distance this huge, huge rabbit, like the size of a human, rabbit, running, running around, and I thought, the first thing that came to mind was, I, I was scared, wow, this is like a, you know, a, this could be a potentially dangerous animal but as it as it approached me i realized it wasn't a rabbit at all but a human rabbit kind of hybrid thing <laughs> and uh and as it got closer uh my fear dissipated and i was way i was more curious than anything so it came up to me and i said hello and this rabbit thing said hello and i said uh where what are you where did you come from 
And this thing, it was a she. Uh, she, she told me that she was a, a creature, an intelligent, you know, half rabbit, half human, you know, fairy creature thing, called a, a Mindo Shaloxon. This crazy, outlandish word. Hmm. And, and she introduced herself as me, Eliosilo, and we started trading all this information about her species because this is this was an intelligent rabbit species that lived side by side with humans, and. And we started just ex- exploring each other's, you know, histories and, you know, cultures, I guess, uh, through notes, actually. And that's how I learned how to spell Mendoshaloxin, which is not how you would expect to spell it. Uh, and I, I showed her cities, what cities looked like. And uh, at the end of the dream, we were in this little garden, and all of a sudden I heard this song playing off of a radio. And I thought, wait a minute, that sounds, that sounds like me. I'm on the radio, but it wasn't an actual song of mine. Hmm. But then I heard uh, the only the only thing I could remember from the song was that the chorus had something to do with bumblebees. And I woke up from that dream, and I thought that was one of the coolest dreams I've had. And I promptly got my guitar and wrote a song, wrote you know, in theory, the song I heard on the radio in that dream. Um, yeah, and to to uh, to kind of emphasize how how uh, my dreams kind of spiral out sometimes just into incoherency. Uh, near the end, the the radio turned into a, a bag of frozen tater tots. Okay. Uh, I don't I, I don't get it. Uh, but so I didn't include that in the song, but <laughs> but it was an, it was an interesting story. I thought it had to be told in song. Yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty wild. I, I can't say I've ever had that uh, type of experience um, with dreaming. I mean, although I will say that, um, you know, once the idea, the main idea for Caldera Fest popped into my head and I started exploring it um, as a possibility, um, there were several of my dreams that led to um, the ideas... Um, like, uh, well, the VIP area was a an idea that came to me in a dream, and um, some of the other little small details were things that came to me in dreams. I can't say that it was anything you know dramatic or or huge, but um, but yeah, it uh, there were a few things that came to me in a dream that way, I guess. And um, well, uh, most of the time I just wake up and, and, and get in the shower and then I'll have an epiphany and go, Hey, that's a cool idea. I'll do that. I honestly, the idea of doing this show, the, the interview show, it's one I've been playing with for the last, you know, few years, the idea, but to, you know, finally sit down and, and figure out how to do it and all that, that, that came to me while I was in the shower. So I guess I have more of my inspirational ideas in the shower than I do in my dreams. But, uh, if you are tuning in and, uh, on Facebook live and you wish to call in and give your, um, you know, tell us a story about how dreams affect you or, um, just talk to us about uh, pretty much anything. That's fine with me. Um, but the topic is dreams, so let's try and keep it to that if we can. If you look on the screen there, you'll see some phone numbers. It's uh, 951-I-MAGIC, uh, which is 951-462-4425. And 
I haven't had a caller on this show yet, so it might be interesting. We might It might work, it might not. We'll have to see if it works. But uh, if somebody wants to call in, I would love to hear from you. Um, we're going to take a real quick break here and play a commercial. And we'll come back and talk some more about Dreams. And we'll talk some more about King of Dreams, this great CD, and this p- package that was put together through, it was Kickstarter, right? Uh, Indiegogo. Oh, Indiegogo. Indiegogo. And um, so we'll talk a little bit about the package. It came to me today, honestly, uh, which is uh, the timing was really great. Very fortuitous. (laughs) And uh, but we're actually let's go ahead and play that song you were just talking about. And uh, me, Leo Silo's song, correct? All right. right. He says, correct. That's good. That makes me happy. So. We're going to play that song for you right now, and we'll come back after, um, uh, well, actually, we're going to play a commercial first, and then we'll come back after the song, so stay tuned. Coming this October to Northwest Georgia. It's Caldera Fest 2017. The biggest pagan music festival in the United States is back for its second year, featuring over 20 of the world's best in pagan music, including Spiral Dance, Tuarvadia, Kelly Mays, Rowena of the Glen, Witch's Mark, Tricky Pixie, Kellyanna, David Woods, Kiva, and many more. Five days of fun and festival in the Georgia mountains, October 5th through to the 9th, 2017. Tickets are available now, www.calderafest.com. crazy dream last night I sat underneath a tree when this big giant rabbit girl came running towards me we traded hellos and I asked her where did you come from she said her kind had a funny name the Mindo Sherlock song she told me her name was Neo Silo and I had told her mine we laughed at the absurdity and we walked to pass the time. Oh, we walked to the garden where the bumblebees buzz and you little Tommy things. How different the world really was to me. Was the strange? Oh, how real is strange? Walk the roads up in the hills, looking down on the the little glowing lights from the big high rise had us looking down. How strange the friendship can really be between a human and a rabbit. We laughed when she tried to pet my head as if I was a pet. Oh, we walked through the garden where the bumblebees buzz really on Tommy Pays. How did the world really was? How real was the strange? Strange. 
difference that I can see between the animals and me. Language is an unscalable wall, except in the world of dreams, where anything is possible, where the strange becomes reality. Oh, we walk through the garden where the bumblebees buzz, me little Tommy things. How different the world really was, how real was the strange. back and uh i still don't have any callers but <laughs> thank you for uh to tuning in for, to the show and i hope you like that song that was really fun that's a great little song i'm definitely gonna have to be that's gonna definitely be one that i'm gonna be playing on the magic jukebox regular show uh once in a while um but i i haven't had a total opportunity to listen to the whole cd i know you sent me an advanced copy but it, i've been having some uh well, quite frankly, been having some uh, media player problems. That's the, probably the best way for me to put it. Um, I actually, um, well, you know, I used to have an iPod, and uh, that I used for everything, and it finally died. And uh, so, you know, I decided I was going to uh, build a, a player, and um, started getting the supplies to build the player, and um, you know, around Christmas time and started buying all the pieces and the parts and trying to figure it out um just recently got it you know probably 80 percent or so um but i was waiting on a couple more things and uh i finally actually got it uh was it last night i think it was last night i finally got the last parts in it and finished getting got it wired up the rest of the way and waiting for it to come on here and uh yeah so what i built was a uh i don't know if you can see it up there um, I built a, uh, it's a 7-inch touchscreen um, MP3 player uh, built with a Raspberry Pi uh, board, and uh, it's uh, it's quite the uh, the feat there, but uh, I had a lot of fun building it. Um, so hopefully I can work out a couple more software glitches. Uh, I wanted to be able to broadcast through Bluetooth um, so I can listen to it in my truck at work, but... Uh, um, you know, until then, I'll, I'll figure something out. But I'm getting there. It, it'll, I'll get to the point where I can listen to music again uh, <laughs> at, at work. So, you know, I, otherwise I have to listen at home, and I'm not at home that much anymore. Uh, this is a busy time of year for us. So um, I'm hoping uh, that, like I said, that I'll be able to uh, listen to this album because I've got a couple others here that uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to listen to. Uh, there's another one right there that I haven't had a whole lot of time to listen to. But um, but that's a great song. I did listen to all three of these songs before the show, and that one is probably... Mm, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It's my favorite out of the three, just because I, I like the, the mouth harp and I like the uh, um, the kind of jovial, you know, fun, lightheartedness of the song. It, it, it makes me smile. It makes me happy. So... Uh, all right, so we're going to try and get back into our discussion here about dreams, although I'm kind of 
I don't know what else to really talk about, though, with it. Uh, anything else you can think of? Oh, I could, uh... <clears throat> we we could talk about uh, anything from, you know, lucid dreams. Uh, that's been on my mind uh, lately. Uh, yeah, lucid dreams. We could we could talk about it if you want. Okay. So well, I, I mean, I really don't know that much read? about... I, I said I don't really know that much about um, the types of dreams, so I'm assuming lucid is, is considered one of the dream types. Lucid versus, say, surreal, I guess? or So, yeah, lucid dreams uh, <clears throat> are, are where you uh, are aware that you're in a dream and you can... Uh, you could control your dream to an extent. Okay, uh, yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know if you if that's ever happened to you in a dream or not. Uh, I, I yeah, probably about half the time actually. I'm, I'm you know, I, I have to say that of the dreams that I remember, I'm pretty much able to do what I want in them. Um, if I happen to wake up, I don't typically. Uh, I'm not able to go back into it necessarily, but uh, um, which is always a bummer to me, but. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I remember having like lucid dreams. I remember my first one. I was a kid, and <clears throat> I think in the dream, I, I was at like Home Depot or something with my mom, and all of a sudden, like Home Depot employees had like captured her in a cage, and I like freaked out, and I was like, I was so scared that I realized, I don't know why it is, but fear always induces the loose, the lucidity in dreams. And I, like, once I get really afraid, you know, it just snaps and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a dream. And I get really excited because I can start flying and whatnot. And then I wake up because I'm so excited that I can fly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of ironic, like making this album. Uh, and in the last month of getting ready to release it, I started having these series of lucid dreams, and I had four, four in a month. And lucid dreams have always been so fascinating to me. And I had this crazy lucid dream not too long ago, it was maybe a year ago, and it was so vivid, and I was so lucid that it was like one of the most amazing things I've ever, you know, been through. And I just couldn't stop marveling at the fact that what I'm, what I was seeing in the dream was all happening in my mind. Uh, just, I remember flying. Well, I was driving over this bridge and I became, you know, I snapped into lucidity and I thought I can fly. At first, I hit the window. I couldn't hit. I couldn't go through it for some reason. But then I could, and I was like flying, and it was just amazing. And just the scenery, it was so vivid, and I still can't wrap my head around how my head can wrap around that <laughs> how it can all happen in my mind yeah one of the probably the most interesting things that i find about dreams in general and you know it's one of those things that you're you're fighting against your own logic but apparently the um apparently dreams happen in reality very quickly um you you I could have a dream that 
when I wake up and I remember it, it has taken, that dream has gone on for hours. I know that dream has gone on for hours in my mind, but apparently the reality of it is that it happened in probably three minutes. And that just yeah. seems, it just seems strange to me that that is the way that, you know, dreams work. And, and it goes against my, it goes against logic. It goes against the idea, you know, my mind is telling me, no, that dream was much longer. I, the whole time I was asleep, I was dreaming <laughs> this. And, but the reality is, is you probably, you know, that I probably wasn't. And, and that's one of the most puzzling and interesting things to me about dreams is the the time differential um that so much can happen in in literally just a split second um in your in your subconscious and when you wake up it it seems like like i said it seems like it's gone on for hours yeah oh yeah it's i i remember having uh probably the most like the, the trippiest dream i've ever had that almost half convinced me that I had traveled to some parallel universe. It, I literally like felt like I had experienced three days of just this complete and utter nonsense. And when I woke up, it was it was just in the middle of the night, and I thought, how how in the world did that just happen? That's that was amazing. Yeah, you you woke <laughs> up and you realized that it's only been two hours since you fell asleep, and yeah, you know. and I just felt I felt like I had been gone for three days. I was. Oh man, it was quite something. Quite something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, dreams are really interesting. So, uh, well, I, I, so we still don't have any callers, which is kind of a bummer to me, because um, I've yet to actually test out that caller feature. Um, but uh, that's all right. That's all right. I guess people have nothing to say about dreams, which you know. <laughs> And we have, you know, we have four people, three people watching right now, something like that. And um, yeah, it just went up to one more. Uh, I hope you are enjoying the show out there. And um, I wanted to, uh, again, I'm going to hold up the CD right here. This is the brand new CD, King of Dreams. And it came to me in the mail today uh, as part of the Indiegogo package. And I wanted to go through and show you guys. Now, this was all part of the Indiegogo. Is this still available for people um, to get this package this way? Or was this part of the uh, pre-order? No, that was part of the pre-order, but that just gave me a brilliant idea of, you know, having that available. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So, uh, along with the CD, you got this lovely uh, coloring book. has uh, song lyrics in it and all kinds of fun things. It's quite beautiful. Um, it's going to be fun. My wife has already said she's claimed it to color. Uh, it came with this lovely certificate uh, that has... Uh, certified me as a dreamer, uh, which is amazing. I may have to find me a frame for that. That's awesome. Uh, got three stickers here. One of them is a King of Dreams sticker. And two are uh, I'm a Dreamer and Dancing with the Fae. And uh, the bonus CD, which has... Uh, um, there's a few, what, six tracks on there. I, I know one of them is a reading of the poem that's in here. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on there. Uh, it's, I'm guessing some songs that didn't quite make the cut to the CD or something along those lines. I love bonus stuff. 
And uh, of course, my favorite part of this little unit is this cool little moon. Yes. It is wood, and it is obviously hand painted. I'm guessing by you, or yep. your lovely wife, one of the other. But it is hand painted. That's awesome. I'm probably going to figure out a way to mount a hook or something on the top so I can hang it from my rearview mirror in my truck because I, I love my little uh, talismans in the truck. And here we go. I, you know, we actually have a collar. This is awesome. I'm not sure. Um, and who this is or where they're from, but let's see, see if we can get them on the line here. So this will be the uh, first time for me on this. Let's see how it works. Let's see if we can connect. Hello, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, David, it's Gina. I always wanted to be a guinea pig on your show. <laughs> oh, Gina, she's the cutest guinea it's pig ever. So glad you called in. <laughs> Mostly, I just wanted to, you know, really wanted to see how this uh, system worked for me and how if I could even take callers, but apparently I can. That's excellent because you're uh, loud Yay. and clear. And uh, I can hear you just awesome. fine. Brand, you can hear just fine? Yep. I can All right. Hear. Great. And uh, that's amazing. Hey, Brand. Hey. <laughs> Listen, David, I'm just calling to say I, I am. I, I am great. I'm doing great. I was calling to say I'm so proud of Bran. I love what he's doing. I love the CD. I love the music on it. I've been listening to everything. I am just, I am so giddy that this is out of hands. It's a great, great insp inspired project. Yeah, it's it's uh, we're we're getting all these uh, we're you know it's it's going to be a battle of the bards. That's what we're going to have to do is have a battle of the bards, <laughs> and uh, I'm up for it. <laughs> you're up for it. All right, because we we got quite a few bards, and and there's more and more of them popping up every day. It seems like, and and that's an amazing thing. That's a good thing. It is. All right. Well, I just wanted to call in and say, hey, I love you guys. Yes, hello to the to the to the cat and the dog. I don't see I don't see the pup in there, but hello, guys. He's, he's, <laughs> um, my my dogs keep barking. I just wanted but... to say hey, and I love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart. We love you too. <laughs> love you too, Gina. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Uh, all right. Bye. All right, I'll drop her there. All right, well, of course, that was the lovely Mama Gina calling in as my very first ever uh, live caller on the air. That's awesome. Uh, I'm really liking this show, the uh, the new format for, or at least for this part of the Magic Jukebox. Uh, Magic Jukebox has grown a lot in the last almost seven years, and uh, I'm glad to say that uh, it's growing uh, in the positive way. Uh, the... Um, uh, I'm really liking the the new way it's going, and and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm wanting, I'm liking the idea that I'm having more participation from musicians like Bran, and uh, also from you know uh, my fans, and and of course, and of course Gina. We always love Gina, um, but uh, you know I played a commercial uh, a few minutes ago for Caldera Fest and uh, you know the I want to talk a little bit about Caldera Fest because I have a a challenge 
that we're trying to meet. This is a very important challenge. And I put this up on Facebook. So uh, there's that flash of light again. Uh, we've got a challenge. And the idea is we need to sell 250 tickets by May 31st. Well, I'm going to make things really easy for everybody. Uh, we are keeping most of the package deals, especially the 10-pack of tickets and the other um sale that's going was going on is still going on through may 15th but this one is going to go on through the end of the festival and it's buy two tickets get one free very simple buy two tickets get one free you're going to save 150 dollars off of three tickets that's a great deal you know if you want to look at it the other way it's 100 bucks a ticket that's a great way to look at it too so get your get yourself together grab some friends buy a bunch of packs of tickets um that way you can all come to the festival and all have a good time but here's the something we threw in to make this one a little bit more interesting and try and get you guys to buy your tickets before may 31st everybody who buys the buy two get one free deal between now and may 31st which we're about two weeks or so a little more than two weeks away um we're in the beginning of june i'm going to take a look at who bought those tickets and we're going to randomly pick one person and those three tickets are going to be upgraded to VIP tickets. So, of course, you know that the cool thing you get with VIP tickets is the main thing that most people are happy about is, hey, your meals are covered for the entire event. But you also get access to the special VIP area for, and it's a lovely shaded area for camping. Um, you, there's a VIP tent where you can sit back and relax. Uh, a lot of the musicians like to hang out in the VIP tent. And... Um, you know, it, it's just a great overall package for everybody. So we're going to upgrade three of those tickets to VIP for free. All you have to do is buy your tickets before May 31st, and we'll make sure that three of you are coming in as VIPs to Caldera Fest 2017. You know, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Caldera Fest. I'm really looking forward to you playing there. Um, I'm hoping that we have... Hand, you know, we, we've had to make some changes this year, but, you know, I think they're all really positive changes. The way that the schedule is set up, if you come to Caldera Fest, it is entirely possible for you. In fact, it's more than entirely possible. It'd be actually pretty simple for anybody to be able to attend every single workshop and every single performance without missing a thing. That's the way I've got the schedule set up, and uh, I think we're going to have a great time. Um, if you um, and of course we need volunteers. I, I got to mention volunteers. If you are interested in being a volunteer for Caldera Fest, please contact us through the website. There's a little form on there to fill out. We need volunteers. Uh, we decided to change the volunteer thing a little bit. The volunteer ticket is $50 instead of $100 and etc. Uh, we do ask that you work three shifts, one shift a day. And uh, if you work all three of your shifts, we're going to give you back your 50 bucks. So you came to the festival for free. How cool is that? So, uh, and then you've got, you know, 50 bucks in your pocket to go spend at the vendors, <laughs> you know? So vendors are always happy to, to take your money. I'm sure they will be. Um, but we're at just about an hour and we have one more song to do. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, 
any other dreams that you have that you'd like to share with everybody? You know, I don't think we have enough time for me to tell all the dreams I want to tell. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about talking about dreams, but uh, w what's next? I mean, you got a new album out. I'm guessing you're going to be doing a little small, you know, some touring uh, to get your music out. Um, yeah. Where are you going to be touring? Uh, any? Do you already have another album bubbling out of you? You know. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, we we just kicked off our little album release mini tour on Saturday and we have a uh, we have three more little concerts for this little mini tour uh, the next one is May 20th at, in Mission Kansas at this really cool little shop called Into the Mystic and then right at the day after that May 21st uh, I'm at Aquarius in Kansas City, and then wrapping up this little mini tour, I'm going to be playing a little acoustic set at Heartland Pagan Fest. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I, uh, after that, I don't think I'm, I don't have anything scheduled at least until September, and then okay. October. Yeah, Caldera Fest. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that was happening then. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh you know I, I've been talking to a lot of uh, musicians uh, that are coming to Caldera Fest and and uh, the thing that they said they're most looking forward to is all the collaboration that happens you know with people um, you know coming and and uh, joining in on stage and and sharing their music and sharing their talent so if. Uh, you know, I just got to throw this out there. If if there's one musician uh, that's coming to Caldera Fest, or actually one musician that is, you know, that you could pick at all. It doesn't have to be one that came or, or is coming. Um, but if there's one musician that you would like to work with, uh, who would that musician be? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> well, <clears throat> one musician I would I would like to work with. Uh, especially in this, you know, the Caldera Fest collaborative spirit, uh, we're actually we're actually planning on it to happen. Uh, uh, Brian Henke has uh, has said he wants to jump in on the King of Dreams song on stage, and I think it's a perfect fit because his last album he came out with, The Sun and Moon and Stars, yes, like that thing captured. The, the the general I the, the general spirit that I wanted with the King of Dreams, uh, he, nice. he 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 taps into that spirit I think. Brian is, is Brian is such a uh, he, he's a, he's such a collaborative soul. <laughs> he he loves to work with everybody and he is just um, so giving of himself and his time and his music. Um, Brian's amazing. I'm so glad he's coming back uh, for this year as well. And, um, he's, he's one of the, you know, I, I, I can't say I spend a lot of time on the phone just chatting with different musicians and stuff. I do talk to him once in a while on the phone, uh, but, uh, Brian's one that, um, I'll call him or he'll call me and we'll just chat for, it seems like two or three hours. I've actually gotten in trouble at work because I've been chatting with him on the phone instead of working. And, uh, so it's, um. It's always great to talk to him. He's he's such a 
personable person to talk to and, and he's just so laid back and fun and uh yeah i love brian he's he's just really amazing so that's a great choice that's a great choice i uh um you know i'm i'm hoping to be able to jump up on stage and play with a couple of people myself uh, like i did last time um the first one was kind of unexpected well should both times I got on stage and played were pretty unexpected. The first one I was asked to do it. The second time I was just completely inspired to do it. And I jumped up on stage and decided to join in. And uh, it was lots of fun. Um, I'm hardly a musician by any means. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I've got a kazoo around here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> if my youngest son hasn't stolen it again. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, I'm hardly that musical. But I do enjoy... Um, getting up on stage and having fun. And, uh, of course, I enjoy Caldera Fest, and, and you will too. So if you're out there uh, watching, listening, or tuning in uh, on off my feed, um, please come join us. Uh, come over to Facebook and uh, or like my page, The Magic Jukebox. That way you'll be able to be informed of when we're going to be doing the live shows. And uh, so you can tune in, you can call in, you can participate, you can be part of the show too. And that's what we want. I want uh, all my listeners and all of the people that enjoy pagan music to be able to participate in these shows and to um, make your voice heard in, uh, in the world as well. So that's great. Um, you know, I, I think we're just about done here. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. We've got one more song to play. And um, then we're going to, I'll just close out the show with that song. It has been really awesome having you on the show. I'm so glad you could be here with me tonight. And, uh, you know, this has been lots of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a blast. Yeah, we'll do this. Uh, I'll do, definitely do this again. This has been, like I said, loads and loads and loads of fun. And, um, you know, I'm getting better at it. The, the the interviews aren't perfect and doing it live of course is never going to be perfect but uh it's a it's a learning experience for for out for all of us involved and uh but you know uh i hope you guys tune in next time i have already i'm already working on lining up another couple of interviews um i know that uh a couple other performers from caldera fest want to come on the show and um i'm hoping to line up a few other things as well so uh because not all these um interviews have to be about musicians i suppose so stay tuned for that and um, azure and i will be back with a new episode of the magic jukebox the regular live show, uh, not next week, but we're hoping the week after, um, where you've got some uh, great new music to share with you from uh, Tuatha Dea and from Brian Hankey. And uh, there's probably going to be another song that appears. I'm not sure what album it would be on, but we'll have to see what happens there. And uh, we're going to have a, a little theme with that episode as well. So tune into that. Pay attention to Magic Jukebox on Facebook. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Brand, for being here. I hope you had a great time. I know I sure did. And we're going to finish up the show right now with a little song called Dancing with the Fae. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Blessed be.
summer's day And I found a forest where I could escape From the city's loud and industrious ways That's where I met the fate They danced around me with the wings on the floor And they took my hand Before I could utter they begged and they pleaded Please will you kind sir Come with us into our world They said Oh, we're not. 